Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I write a weekly column for Cracked called The People vs. Adam Todd Brown, and I use that column to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I come on this show to defend those opinions. Joining me today, he's a super funny comic from Los Angeles who, if I'm not mistaken, is making his third appearance on the show. It's not my job to keep track of that shit, though, so I can't be sure. Ladies and gentlemen, he's tall as fuck. Aaron Covington. Also joining me, Chicago. Me and this guy are going to be in you this Thursday, May 7th at 8 p.m. at North Bar in Wicker Park, just so we can tell jokes right to your face. He's a cracked editor and host of the New Guy Weekly series on YouTube. Ladies and gentlemen, Alex Schmidt. It's going to be a great show. So we are, are we, we are periscoping, periscoping this? Periscoping, oh, hold on. Do people know? Did we tweet about oh, it? Were we, were we recording? Oh, we're great. recording. Yeah. We're recording. Alex is supposed to tweet about it. Did Alex tweet about it? Hey, Periscope. I, I feel this is going to be... Oh, I should probably talk in the microphone Yeah, as well. this is going to be a disaster. This is a whole the... new dynamic that I don't like. <laughs> you want to record start from the beginning? Aren't people... Is anyone watching? No one's yeah, watching. Yeah, so five people are. Stop watching. What's wrong with you people? Jesus. I think we should act as if they're not here. Oh, okay. Instead of addressing all five of them directly for the entire show, should we get on Periscope and make this a meta thing? I think we're Periscope. Yeah, Periscope? it could be like a multi-camera sitcom. I don't think there's thing. an iPhone app or an Android app for Periscope. I think Ooh. it's just iPhone. I know. Wow, we're in the dark ages of that app right now. Who's we? Android. Me, users. <laughs> Android users. I'm looking at Aaron's phone. That's a beautiful iPhone. Yeah. Oh, that's the big iPhone. I got the big one. Schmidt. That's like a mini a, iPad. Alex Schmidt doesn't even own a cell phone. I don't. No. I don't want to be on the grid, you know? I don't want to be, I don't want to be like that. <sighs> so, like I said in the intro, me and Alex are going to be in Chicago. That's exciting. Yeah. Thursday. Thursday, this week. Wicker Park, North right. Bar, 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Tickets are five little dollars. So cheap. Yeah, that's uh, super exciting. Congrats. That is, it's a bargain at half the price. Congrats on doing a show. Outside of LA, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Just in general. It is exciting. Yeah. It's very exciting. What have you been up to? I just got back to LA. I was in uh, Philly. No, we can't cut them. This is, this is important. Okay. <laughs> I was in Philadelphia shooting uh, shooting a movie yeah. for a couple months. And yeah. I just got back. Nice. What movie were you shooting? shooting are you allowed this. to tell people? It's called yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a movie I co-wrote. It's called Creed. It's like a continuation of the Rocky series. Oh, that's actually that's an actual movie. Yeah, movie, yeah, yeah, that's like a movie with real actors and money and lights. That's and awesome. Things. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. Oh man, thank yeah. you. It's really cool. That's exciting. It was. It was. Uh, it was really. Get exciting. it, Brett. You know the hardest part of the show for me is the first few minutes because I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life when all I really want to do is talk about what I've been up to since last week. That's why the segment is called "This Week in Me." about to get really intense air guitar is appropriate right now thank you aaron covington okay we can fade it out so was there actually more you wanted to say about the movie because you can we no. just did that for effect no no i didn't it's really cool i didn't have any more to say it was I'm fun. glad i'm glad we didn't cut you off because then you wouldn't have said that 
Right. It's no bar show in Chicago, but I guess that's pretty cool. <laughs> pretty impressive nonetheless. It's no podcast for free in the morning. Right. Yeah. We don't get paid. Who's we? Yeah, you, you do. I don't. Brett gets paid to do this. I do not. Well, you get paid to be a personality. No justice, I tell you. Hey, speaking of that, my column this week is about the police. It is called Five Ways the Police Have Already Started the Next Civil War. Possibly a little hyperbole on my part, but still. But that's, that's what you do. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like I'm good at it. You stake out an opinion. I do, yeah. That's the, and then, hence the name of the podcast. Yeah. So, uh, the police. Things are fucking crazy right now. Where should we start? Should we start we should with... start at the history of, like, human beings, I think. Yeah, <laughs> go back to, like, the Big Bang. <laughs> yeah. Things like that. Baltimore, they found, they filed charges against the six cops yeah. who uh, were involved in the Freddie Gray killing. And Alan Dershowitz came out and said that's nothing more than crowd control. Mm. If that's crowd control, isn't that okay? Like, isn't that the point? Isn't that what the point of the riots were, was to bring about some kind of action right. in regard to what happened? That's like saying arresting someone for a crime is nothing more than law and order or something like yeah that's kind of just how it's supposed to work i think like just you know you resolve big yeah. problems as best you can yeah. i don't know i, I mean, mean yeah that's fine. what had to happen first you know <laughs> yeah. but then it was like wait and see what happens with the trial yeah. if, if there's you know if it actually can get to a trial like we have to have the yeah the pre-trial before the trial nowadays right, yeah right. that's true and even if it gets to a trial it feels like of any of the incidents lately this is the one that might be the hardest to prosecute maybe yeah. But I was reading an article about the thing Dershowitz said, and uh, they were talking about the statement that was made when they, they announced that the, the charges were being filed. And they said that the uh, state's attorney stopped short of calling it a rough ride, which is apparently a practice uh, within the Baltimore Police Department where they will uh, shackle a person and put them on the floor of the police van and instead of strapping them in, they just take really hard turns and corners, and it, like, oh, forces God. the person to slide around. So just the fact that... Okay, we're, we're back on the regular podcast now. We're back on the regular Everything's podcast. Okay. okay. Do we want to call out what just happened? Yeah, we can, or we can... Yeah. Edit around it? Yeah, we should... We'll talk about it after. But yeah, our, our uh, internet just... Our, the computer's the power in The the power in the All studio the just shut off. Yeah. For about a half second. If And that. then we periscoped for a few minutes while, uh, while, while we, we chatted. While I got it. the computer yeah. back up, and now we're good, and hopefully this doesn't happen again. Continue... We should leave all now, of Now, let's talk about how good cops are. Is that what we were, what we were yeah. talking about? Yeah, I think we were talking about how good the police are. Yeah. Uh, so my column is about whether police have started the next civil war. And I know that's like, that's hyperbole. They haven't obviously started the next civil war. But could you call what's happening between police and just the public in general, not just poor people, not just black people, just people. It feels like there are two very distinct sides that are mm. headed for something. I agree with that. I, yeah, I think so. I have two long thoughts, so maybe we can break them up. Okay. One is, people love going to see these YA movies right now. And every single one, <laughs> I see Hunger exactly Games, where you're going. Yeah, let's call it. <laughs> insert, I don't know what Insurgent is about. It's like, 
young upstart people, and then there's an evil faceless government or evil faceless corporation that basically does what American cops do to people in 2015 on the news. Right. And I just don't understand how people can be like, yeah, you go Katniss Everdeen. Right. You go fucking, <laughs> you go fucking save your fucking people. I have never seen any of these Hunger Games movies. But like, I get it. Yeah. I don't know how people could be like, yeah, you go girl. You shoot that arrow at the government or whatever. And then be like, oh yeah, well, all black people are thugs. Right. Like, I don't know yeah. how, I don't know how yeah. people can make that distinction or can't make that distinction. Yeah. You know? Well. I know a way they can make that distinction, but it is racism. That's the oh, it is racism. <laughs> right. That's yeah, pretty much. Just how how do people way. watch every single movie it's and they good. they're able to sympathize with the person fighting up against the government, but then when they see it happening in the real life, they're like on the side of the evil government. I don't know. I don't know. What bothers me is it's not a question of whether it's happening like we have the technology now we see it happening over and over and over right and there are still i had a conversation with someone the other day who was like i don't know what everyone else is talking about but i knew a cop and he was very nice well okay that's like saying poverty doesn't exist because you have money in the bank that's not a valid argument when there is video after video after video of this shit happening like it's obviously a problem yeah. But there is a side that is never going to admit that it's a problem. They right. will always find a way to make it seem like, well, they're the police. Either you don't know what they're going through or you don't know all the facts. Like there's always some kind of excuse when it's really pretty cut and dry. It's on video. They're fucking shooting people. Right. That's right. One of, definitely one of the things that gets to me is this feeling of victimization by police. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. oh, everybody's coming after us. It's like, yeah, we really don't want any problem with police in general. Yeah, but yeah. what is happening is it's un, you know, it's unavoidable. You can't ignore. And the thing that kills me is a, a friend of mine sent me an article like, oh, police are the new terrorists. But it's like you said earlier, this stuff has been going on. You know, yeah, what I mean? there's I've, nothing new about it. I've known people I got shot by the cops. I've been pulled over. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, none of this is new. I've known my friend's parents. 56 years old like hemmed up on the street by cops you know what i mean just yeah. from, like leaving the casino so it's not new they're not new terrorists this is just this mentality this culture has been i mean i don't know how long it's probably always been with police forces and yeah it know. seems like it it's just yeah. that you know it's like in the 60s war changed because for the first time people were seeing images of it on tv Right. In their homes, you know, in the '40s, people saw World War II, but it was like a weird newsreel that you saw before Wizard of Oz, and it was probably <laughs> cut to make our boys look a little bit better and cut out some of the horrors of war. But you know, in the '70s with Vietnam and and even the civil rights stuff that was going on in the in the late '60s, we were seeing it for the first time, and that was what was changing minds of people. And news cameras weren't catching what was going on in the streets, kind of on a daily basis, and now. With cell phones, people can see that now. See, I think a lot of what's happening is uh, the same thing that happened to a lot of criminals when DNA technology mm-hmm. happened, when cell phones started being able to pin you to a certain tower in a certain location. So, right. if, like, you did everything else clean but didn't turn your cell phone off. They're like, no, you were there. Right. That's kind of happening to police now. Technology is catching up to their criminal activity because everyone has a way to film what they're doing. And 
You know, my worry is almost that instead of the police taking any kind of steps to change their behavior, there will just be like a widespread no when there's a video camera rolling <laughs> training where they're just like, hey, you got to look. Don't beat anyone when you know there's a camera on. And here's how you know when someone's filming you. Like, I feel like it'll probably just be something like that. Yeah. <laughs> or they'll get um, EMPs or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. be like, okay, we're about to do something. Right. Or, or, or <laughs> but, even, even worse, there's just going to be something where, like, you can't record police officers. There's just going to be a law that's like, you can't record police officers yeah, anymore. Yeah, I can see that. You know, and so they don't have to worry about it anymore because any recording of them, even if it does happen, it's it's the camera person's fault for recording that or it's inadmissible evidence in court you well know? they're already making yeah. it so you don't want to film them because if you film them and your video is the one that like cnn is showing they come after you oh, yeah. like the guy yeah, that filmed yeah. eric, eric garner got in a lot of trouble yeah. with the police you know they roughed him up and oh really? he's still he's still in prison right i, I think, think so yeah, 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 yeah. And, and and the same with the guy um the cop that shot the guy that was running away two weeks ago or three weeks ago oh yeah the guy that filmed that is you know, got roughed up and followed by the police and stuff. Jesus. So, like, it's wow. getting—it's almost it's getting to the point. That's where, like, bold as fuck, too. Yeah. That I, is so bold. Right. It's organized crime level intimidation tactic. Yeah, <laughs> and at least and it's like—it's so weird that we just have people are so scared of gangs and gang violence and stuff like that. And it's like, no, we have a gang. We have a gang that the government gives guns and weapons to. Yeah. And anytime they do anything, they don't prosecute them if they do anything illegal we actually have the most dangerous gang imaginable running the streets of the of the country right now basically yeah. they have guns they get guns legally and anytime anything bad happens the government's like they're heroes come on guys and it's, un, it's unfortunate because cops these are regular guys you know yeah you went to school with them like mm -hmm. it's just the culture that they get in you know the, the culture of the police force it's not any like individual person i mean they're i'm sure there's racists on the police force but there's yeah. good guys too like you know there's there's all kind of different kind of people yeah. but it's the culture of once you're you know it's like once you're in a gang then you're in the gang you know yeah. you're doing everything the rest of the gang does you it's know like cracked crack.com gang <laughs> what <laughs> of like you know all the crack.com writers gang. they walk around they intimidate <laughs> terrible they gang. intimidate right. all the society six people down at the coffee machine <laughs> yeah, yeah that we do make them that feel bad we, about their avengers some... 2 opinion and yeah Give me some of those when, throwaway spoons. <laughs> I'm going to eat some cereal later. When it is, and I'm surprised more people, back to when we were talking about it, because some people are like, oh, no, no, but the police are, are doing the best they can, and there must be something going on. And, like, there are great police officers, I think. It's just, I, I'm surprised more people can't realize that there can be good people within a bad system, within something that's not working and yeah. not functioning. Like, they just, they're jumping on a thing of, oh, well, there's one good one I know, so great it's all fine yeah. when i don't think they would think that way about any other group like that they're probably the same people who are like no I, I will i will never give the irs any more of my money than i absolutely have to it's like and if you told them oh but there's one or two good irs people they'd be like that doesn't count at all that doesn't yeah that doesn't exactly. matter yeah it doesn't it doesn't matter if this occasionally pays for education i'm not doing it you know you mentioned police feel like they're being victimized now like people are coming down on them one of the arguments you hear people who apologize for the police make is well don't be a criminal and the police won't beat you. Well, now you can kind of make that argument toward the police. If they if they want to play that card, you can also say, okay, well, people won't victimize you if you don't fucking beat people on camera and shoot right. them when they're running away. Like, how about <laughs> you don't bring this shit on yourself? Right. That's the exact same fucking argument. <laughs> right. Just don't shoot innocent people in the fucking back. 
Right. People won't be nervous and about And there you. won't be riots. Right. People won't lump you all in together as shitty people. Well, it kills me because we have a court system. You know what yeah. I mean? They, you know, are supposed to arrest you and then you get yeah. read your rights and this and that. It, nowhere does it say cops, hey, if somebody was selling drugs, you punch them in the face five times. Like, there's no protocol yeah. for that. They're making this up. You yeah. Know? Right. Cops but, aren't supposed to use force until it's absolutely... Like, yeah, like a if, last resort thing. But right? yeah, but as, as we've seen with the with the Eric, the Eric Garner thing, you know, these cops who were let off, the, the court system doesn't work for the people. The court system works right. for the government. The right. government's going to be on the hook for millions of dollars where they have to fire and imprison the police officer. They have to pay millions of dollars out to the family. Right. Well, it's in their best yeah. interest to be like, oh <laughs> yeah, there's there's no case because cases are expensive. Cases where it there's video evidence of a man strangling another man to death. And then the city having to pay, be responsible for that cop, for that cop's actions and paying out the family and stuff. Right. That's expensive for them. So what do you think they're going to do? Yeah. You think they're going to be, yeah, I will find myself a, a, a number of millions of dollars but or cop, throw yeah. it away. But cops aren't thinking about the cost of the city when they're on their not. job on a day-to-day basis. No, of yeah. course not. If anything, they're thinking about all the paperwork they don't want to do. You know what yeah. I mean? Sort of like, right. yeah. it's just... It's almost like taking out that frustration on the perp. Like, man, you're going to make me do all this paperwork. I'm going to get some licks in kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. And, and, and now there's so much more paperwork. Not as much. <laughs> <laughs> How do you not understand? And, and people defending the cops no matter what, no matter what they do, should, if nothing else, out of like self-interest, be saying, no, we need less brutal cops because I don't want to have to pay extra taxes on these huge like police brutality settlements that yeah, the city has exactly. to pay. We're the ones paying for it. Like, yeah, save your money and root for a, you know, better organized yeah, that's, police force. That's not a bad segue into something else that I bring up in my column. We pay the police salaries. Any community, there are people paying taxes and those tax dollars are going to pay police salaries. If you live in a community that feels like you're being terrorized by the police, then you're not really getting that return on your tax dollars. And that's how yeah. the fucking American Revolution started. <laughs> like, okay. we thought we were uh, not, like, we were being, it was taxation without representation. Do you have a bomb sound effect we can drop right there? We probably, that was, uh, we have the reggaeton horn. It's yeah. a good horn. Yeah. That, but that, it is. Like, that's, that's basically what it came down to, is people were like, hey, uh, we're not going to pay these taxes anymore. And we started mm. uh, throwing tea in the fucking water. And all the hell broke loose. And the ecosystem of a, of, a, of a small bay was forever changed. <laughs> well, yeah, especially because I feel like a police force is one of the few things even the most libertarian possible person wants their taxes to pay for. Like yeah. Police, yeah. fire, roads. Yeah, police, fire, like roads. The list that even is... the most libertarian person is like, I mean, I do have my gold buried in my backyard, but I'll give you a brick for that stuff. <laughs> and then like the rest, no. Yeah. You know, so if even that's not working for you tax wise. That's Poli- a betrayal. You know. Police fire. That's like the first three in uh, Sim City. <laughs> yeah. The people never complain about. <laughs> you can raise those taxes. They never complain. Yeah. And the budget it's transit universal. guy is like, we need more money. And I'm like, I know, I know. Chill out, man. So that, you don't hear that argument a lot, but it's the truth. Where else is police salary coming from? But, but like, from the people. The country is so split on that, that... um I mean, they raised like a million dollars for Darren Wilson. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so if, yeah. if the community is being terrorized, akin to a Boston Tea Party, yeah. the other community would be like, oh, well, we support the police. I'm giving them yeah, a yeah. million dollars. We yeah. live in this, such this kind of reactionary culture that's split right down the middle that if the president came out tomorrow and said, I like pizza, 
half of the people in America the next day would be like, fucking, hurry, you're fucking in Russia, you're fucking Muslim, you fucking, I hate peace now. You know, it would be absolutely fucking insane how quickly everyone would yeah, stop giving exactly. money to Domino's Pizza and like, Dom- is Pizza Hut being run by ISIS? Oh my God. You know, like, it would be absolutely fucking insane how quickly that would happen. So that's part of what's going on right now is that whenever there's an issue about anything, the pendulum swings so far in either direction, there's there's no way to have a, kind of a meaningful I could just picture uh, conversation about anything. Papa John going on the <laughs> defensive as soon as that happened. He'd be like, hey, pizza's not bad. Good Christian people love pizza. We're like Peyton Manning in the commercial again or something. Yeah, I could see that. And then it'd be all this, pizza's not a black thing or a white thing. You know what I mean? It would be... Oh There's a dude, it's comedy. Papa John probably has more country uniting social capital than the president. That's a real bummer. Oh man. Yeah. Like Papa John people yeah. pretty bipartisan. Yeah, people would be like, like Whoa. Yeah, cool, yeah, you're right. You know, that's yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Something really uh interesting the past couple days, I think this uh, kind of speaks to Brett's point about how insane people are when it comes to Obama. The governor of Texas just deployed the Texas State Guard to oversee a Navy SEAL training program that Obama apparently ordered near the Gulf of Mexico. And the reason he sent them is because either he has been led to believe or he's just trying to pander to the people who believe that ISIS has crossed the border in from Mexico and they're now uh, setting up shop in El Paso. It gets worse. There are a couple of Walmarts down in that area that have been closed for six months for renovations. Apparently, a lot of people in that area believe they are being turned into FEMA camps and that Obama is going to instate martial law in Texas and start rounding people up and sending them to these Walmart FEMA camps. In what's really uh, this? What do they think a FEMA camp is? <laughs> it's like it's like where you get like it's the thing we thought coffee? it's the yeah. thing we thought George Bush was going to put everyone in in two thousand four, right? Right. Yeah. But what's really unfortunate about the timing is that now, just last night in Texas, motherfuckers had a draw Mohammed contest because thank you Texas for yeah. being that way. And, of course, two people showed up and shot. Uh, They didn't kill anyone. They got killed. And ISIS took responsibility for it. How unfortunate is that timing? Because now all those fucking crazy people are going to go, see? See? ISIS is here. He's going to start rounding people up. No more Walmarts. Oh, they think that Obama's going to lead ISIS to round people up in Texas to kill them? No, that he's going to use the fact that ISIS has crossed the border into Texas to in-state martial law in Texas. Oh, we so have martial law. It's called fucking St. Louis. It's called fucking Baltimore. Like, everywhere. Martial law exists right now in every city all the time. That's what we were talking about 10 minutes ago. Yeah. Is that martial law kind of exists. Or everyone, white people are so fucking afraid of martial law. It's like, it does exist for a large subsection of people. Yeah. Mostly non-white poor people. Yeah. Every fucking day, you're wearing a fucking sweatshirt, and someone could fucking rough you up. And now white people think it's coming for them. It should come for them. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Yeah. I think this stuff would stop if white people were a little bit more scared. Or if cops were a little bit more scared of, like... Yeah, can cops at least start being assholes to white people, too? Yeah. Like, at least... I saw something about the cops in Baltimore weren't getting overtime or something like that, or that their checks weren't coming in. Got them. (laughs) like maybe they should stop fighting for the government that's not paying them yeah 
What, no what can we do for cops where they can be like, hey, wait a minute. What side am I on? Yeah. Flip them. Maybe the cops will be will come cops for the people and fight the government as well. There oh, is. like a militia. Like they'll, yeah, like the cops will damn. turn on the government. Yeah. And then it'll be cops versus soldiers. And then the soldiers return, will turn on the government. And then Papa John will give pizza to everybody. Because <laughs> then we won, I think. <laughs> Where are all these militia motherfuckers that are always so excited to fight the government? Yeah, Why aren't like, they at least out? Who like have open yeah. carry days yeah. that they announce on you their can't Facebook. Tell me there I'm aren't, carrying a rough rifle today. It's there are thousands of militia people in Ferguson. Some of them have to maybe just hate the government and maybe aren't racist. Yeah. Like, can't, can't at least yeah. that handful of decent-ish militia people go fucking... Ugh, right. Fucking white people man <laughs> fucking god on. damn it yeah no i mean bringing a bringing a semi-automatic into chipotle is the act of a not brave person <laughs> i mean it's that's the act of someone who's afraid of a lot of things all of the time and so so when there's some actual shit like this going down they're yeah. at home they're but not, if they're not doing anything i should yeah. start bringing a fucking semi-automatic into chipotle because like i hate when like how they, they rip how they raise it. their beef prices yeah. i know it when they rip the burrito, they do such a bad job folding the burrito, and then they rip it, and they're like, you want me to refold it? Yeah, fucking do. <laughs> of course. They wouldn't even ask if you had a gun. No, I just I want exactly a bunch of meat saying. and sauce wrapped up in tinfoil <laughs> with no fork. Right. That's what I want. I'm going to become a militia member. Yeah. I fucking Chipotle. Finally, Chipotle. we steered this podcast in an important direction. Talking about meaningful shit now. Yeah. <laughs> Torn burritos. Getting, getting that burrito right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At Chipotle. Stop victimizing your customers, Chipotle. <laughs> God damn it. Do you actually eat at Chipotle, Brett? I used to eat all the time. Right When I lived in New York, there was one right next to where I worked. Chipotle I went there, the I went there two to you three like times Chipotle? a week. No, I don't like Chipotle. Well, living oh, in the West no. Coast, it, it, there's better options available. But when you live what? in New York City... <laughs> I don't know. I think It's even good here. It's just there's a lot of relatively fresh ingredients and price is oh, fine. And, oh, uh, you know... Well, Hit it, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> Where were we on police? I don't know. Uh, Speaking of it being like a war, the police are certainly militarizing their shit. They have a lot of gear. Yeah. yeah. It's almost to the point, like, what else is going to fix what's happening with the police? It's not like isolated incidents. It's a fucking ingrained thing that I think is probably in almost every police department. You see, like, you'll see on Facebook, people send around these goddamn upworthy type memes like, this one cop in this one small Colorado town fired every racist, and now crime's down 53%. Well, thanks for being the exception. But everywhere else, people are goddamn insane. Yeah. And what is going to fix it if not violence? Like, what recourse do people have left? What you is, can't vote yeah. the police out of office. But you can, you can vote yeah. the mayor out. Like, you can vote the city council out. But the police are can't, there. The but, police have a union. But can you? If districts are gerrymandered and voting, the Voting yeah, Rights yeah. Act is gutted and... Yeah, and like, where do you even they, start? Where do you start to fix the problem with the police? Well, you fly, you fly a lawnmower into the Capitol building. A lawnmower with wings into the Capitol building. A lawnmower? Did you see that, like, about a month ago? A disgruntled USPS worker basically got essentially like a lawnmower with like wings uh, like a homemade drone kind of it was, yeah but no but he sat in it <laughs> it was like a lawn chair with like a lawnmower motor and like a fan and like a parachute maybe like a wing or two to stabilize it and he wanted to fly into the capital he didn't want to hurt anybody he like wanted to deliver mail and something like that it was something about campaign reform and okay first of all he took off like in pennsylvania like Two hours away from the Capitol. <laughs> and he flew like a hundred miles 
on is this like guy a genius like how did he <laughs> yeah <know> this? <laughs> i gotta see uh, and yeah i want to see got, his contraption he got very close to the capital and hundreds of thousands of people must have seen him <laughs> flying 30 feet above the ground being like that's a guy right. flying uh, directly towards uh, <laughs> Washington, D.C. And then, I don't know if they shot him down or something like that, but they got him to crash <laughs> less than a mile away from the Capitol building. And he was just trying to... They ain't got no gas in it. He was just trying to, like, deliver pamphlets about campaign reform, but, like, he could have easily had tons of explosives and guns. <laughs> Okay, I found the article. I'll have to look at it later. It's not loading all the way. I right think now, that is that that's probably hilarious. that probably is the solution. Everyone needs to get their flying lawnmower ready, and we just everyone just converge on I don't know your local police department, your local Chipotle, whoever's fucking you over. I think anyone who runs for public office should be immediately thrown in jail. How about that? Well, I think any single yeah. sort of person, I think you have to be absolutely insane to run for public office right now because anyone who who's normal, who has a, a, a human ability to feel and be frustrated and they'll just be like, I don't want to do this right now with all the bribery and shit going on. But what if Washington, you're in there to see. fix it up, change well, things? If you're, if you're a normal assassinated. Human being, you would get, you would quit. You would quit because it's so frustrating and impossible to do. Anyone yeah. who actually goes into it, left or right, is pro- probably has a bit of a a mental issue. It's such a. It's I such feel an... the same way about police. Yeah, police are just. I don't remember. Was it? I think it was Doug Stanhope has a bit about police, and he said they're just like they just see themselves as like these mini celebrities who just wield this power. They get to wear uniforms like they're in a fucking band. You know all those bands that wear uniforms. Mm-hmm. It's marching, like, marching yeah, marching, yeah. Bands. <laughs> marching bands. That's true. Thank you. So yeah, it's like there's got to be a certain mindset behind a person who wants to become a cop, and they've got budget money to spend on tanks. I imagine they've been given budget money well, to they, hire more cops. Well, because they're doing there's a uh, article on Cracks about there, there's like a buyback program with the military. They're like buying up old military equipment at a very discounted rate and using it in their police forces. Like, there's a little town in Michigan where the police department has an armored personnel carrier yeah. from from war, which is not necessarily something you need in a, in a tiny town in Michigan for anything. But no, they can just no. get it cheap because we have a lot of military equipment to and it's, resell and it's all, for yeah. some profit. So and cut it, that military spending. And it's yeah, all under yeah. the guise of anti- anti-terrorism as well. They go, oh, it's for anti-terrorism. Right, 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 right. like, oh, yeah, yeah, I do remember 9-11. So. Can we buy a tank for the podcast? Pro- probably. Yeah. I wonder what it would set you set us back. There's also well, I also hundred. read there's a uh, <laughs> also, also on their site because I'm on it a lot. Uh, there's a guy who in Britain who bought a tank and apparently if you just adjust the treads so they won't damage roads, it's relatively street legal, I guess, in Britain. Like just as long as it won't nice. rip up the pavement. So he just drives his kids to school in a tank because he just worked the law and why not? Does he right. have to take the like the gun part out? I'm assuming. Because you can't even carry a gun in England, can you? Yeah, yeah. You must have to like deactivate the the weaponry on it. Yeah, but you know the armor works. I would hope. Brett, how long have we been recording? Should we do comments? Uh, yeah, let's do comments. Let's We're do comments a little bit long, and I have a comment that's very specifically uh, good for this episode. And I have uh, I have to do another episode after this. You know, it's a big world out there. It's easy to feel like the things you say don't matter. I want you to know that's not true. This segment is called Your Voice Matters, where we read your stupid fucking comments from the past few episodes and respond to them personally. Personally. All right. 
You said we have a voicemail? We have a voicemail. I can't really do comments because the screen isn't working. Oh, I can, um, I can read. You can read them, uh, or we can read them off my laptop. Anyways, I have a voicemail. Dear unpopular opinion, Adam, Brandon, oh, boy. <laughs> Jeff, if he's not out hat chopping. Uh, here's the thing. Um, here's my opinion. Uh, I think that we should just take guns away from cops. I think that that's something that we should do. I know that nobody else in the country wants to do it because, oh, well, criminals have guns. Well, our... Freaking police can't be trusted with uh, the firearms they're trained to use. And that bothers me as a white person because, I mean, I say that, and they're not shooting my ass, so I just, I think it's fucked. And we need to take them away, or, you know, maybe have them undergo some sort of non-lethal firing training. I don't know, it's just fucking stupid that these guys can't seem, you know, they get a pistol on their belt and they just get rip-roaring and going and... <laughs> I don't know what that means. Anyway, uh, I hope you guys are all having a lovely day wherever you are. Word. Word. I mean, yeah. I, in theory, that's a great idea. But, one, it's never going to happen because that... We, this country... We'll guns never are like... There are... The first love. Of, yeah, and yeah. there's too many guns here to just take them away from one segment of society, even if it's yeah. police. And Eric Gardner and Freddie Gray weren't shot. Yeah. Eric Gardner yeah. choked. Freddie Gray was killed in the back of a car, or back of a police yeah. vehicle. Yeah, so it so. wouldn't... It yeah. wouldn't completely solve the problem anyway it would it would increase my level of uh uh feeling like oh cops are in uh a lot because co cops are in danger doing their job but they would be in more danger without a gun relatively i mean I, yeah. I, there would be more sympathy for oh you're you felt like you were being attacked yeah i mean there has to be one recorded instance of a cop using their gun for good <laughs> yeah in history probably i hope well it's like it's just it's like a humbling of the police force i think is what yeah everybody's looking for yeah like, yeah, you know, humble. You know, at a at an organization, it needs to be. I don't know if this would make it worse. What if you train cops to be like really good at martial arts? Uh, <laughs> I think we should just train everyone to be good at martial arts and take uh, all the awesome. guns away, and we just settle everything that way. Yeah, just martial arts. Yeah, because then you really test a person. Like, yeah, hey, yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. Can you roundhouse kick? If not, yeah, bottom of the food chain, pal. <laughs> I wrote once about how crazy police are in Canada, because police are crazy in Canada, too. And uh, to give you an idea how crazy they are, speaking of taking all the guns away, in Canada, all the police have guns, but only one person's trusted with a taser in each unit. And it actually led to one of the craziest police killings, like, in recent memory. This guy, uh, ah, I can't remember his name, Sammy... Hagar. <laughs> Oh, I wish. So he was from Syria. He had just moved to Canada as a kid. He was 19. He, uh, for some reason, wigged out on this train and uh, pulled out a knife and his dick, uh, as crazy people do. And the train conductor managed to get everyone off the train. The conductor got off the train. And this kid was standing inside the train. They could have closed the doors and just, like, locked him in. But instead, there's these three cops, and this one cop says, if you take one step, I'll shoot. And he did exactly that. He took one step. This motherfucker shot him three times, and then when he was on the ground, shot him six more times. The yeah. other two cops, one was a woman, didn't even pull her gun, because women aren't that fucking crazy. The other guy pulled his gun, but was like, oh, no, we don't need to shoot. Yeah. And this one guy fucking shot him nine times. And the reason he shot him... He said the situation would have been neutralized if the person who had the taser got there sooner. <laughs> so they trusted this crazy motherfucker with a gun. They did, they did actually charge him with murder. His trial hasn't happened yet. 
But they actually, uh, when I talked about it before, I said they, they actually had to charge him with murder and manslaughter because that's the best part. When the guy with the taser showed up, they tasered him too. So they <laughs> shot him nine times and then tasered him when the guy with the taser showed up. What? Was it to try and get him back to life? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> and the, they're afraid. Live, damn it. <laughs> they're afraid the defense is going to argue that it was the taser that finally killed him. And so if they only go murder, murder he'll get off. Yeah. That is that is crazy. Yeah. Did not know like Canadians had one. Yeah. One. Had so much American in them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> they just they take it all out on like uh, native Americans, basically. Indigenous people. Oh. Yeah. That's why no one talks about it. Drop the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> all right. First comment is about the Mayweather-Pacquiao fight. And it just says, screw the Mayweather-Pacquiao fight. I want Raider versus Jeff May. Jeff would win in a decision. A decision? Be, Jeff May's like oh. seven two. But you wouldn't go down. But I wouldn't. But I would still be. But what I'm trying to say is, I'd be the. I'd be the Pacquiao. I'd, I'd get a little. I'd get a few hits in. Jeff May but would. Then I would win in decision. <laughs> yeah. But at the end, everyone would still cheer for me. It would be pretty Rocky esque, and then I would get to be the president of the Philippines. Jeff would Pretty wreck good. You. Just a big guy. Yeah. Well, he'd oh, box. Aaron and Jeff would be a good fight. You and that would be. Yeah. That you'd be terrible. He'd have so much reach on you. <laughs> you like my got the little Notre Dame arm motion for reach? But I got the quickness. <laughs> right. He'd have the well. reach on you. All right. So, yeah, Brett and Jeff are going to fight. Uh, did anyone watch Mayweather Pacquiao? I did. I did. I, I did. bought I didn't it. See it. I bought you it for money. bought it for money? <sighs> How long have you supported spousal abuse? I don't support spousal abuse. I support... You do the, now. I support the right of the Philippines to... to be terrible to their females and their and their and their gay and population. Oh, that's it. <laughs> that's who, who I'm. <laughs> I saw it at a bar. I did not. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's... I went. I went to a bar that's and there were though. and there were people who had paid money to get into the bar, leaving before the fight had even started. And they were like, "There are so many people in here. It's completely understaffed." Uh, so did remotely. you just go home then? So yeah, it was two blocks away. So I just yeah. I'm like, I'm going to my house and just buying it. Yeah, I didn't want... It was the same as, as it would have cost for me to buy go into the bar. So. What kills me is people are so up in arms about how boring the fight was. Have you ever watched Floyd Mayweather fight? Yeah. That's right. his game. He boring, employs really good defense and lands the occasional jab and wins on points. That's what he's been doing his whole career. That's why he's undefeated. Uh, that's what I knew it was... like that. Okay. People have been saying for months and months... Mayweather's probably going to win in a decision. Yeah, yeah, that's what he does. Point. Like, yeah, he's a great fighter, but it's not fun to watch. Yeah. It's like watching. Yeah. He's the German. It's like watching team. a Super Bowl that ends three to nothing. Like, there's two great defenses, but you don't want to watch. If that anyone shit. watched, if anyone who's really upset watched ESPN throughout the week leading up, they would have been like, "Oh yeah, probably not. Probably not the fight for me." Because that's yeah. all they talk yeah, about. Yeah, They're yeah, like, yeah. "Oh yeah, what's going to happen?" He's probably. If you were expecting a, a knockdown, drag out boxing match, go see Creed. Eleven <laughs> twenty-five Thanksgiving Michael, Day. Michael yeah. B. Jordan is in it. Michael B. Jordan. We got real boxers. Those are some great fights. I want to see this movie. Movie fights. But if you, if you watch a real <laughs> boxing match, you're gonna see real boxing. Nice. Man. So settle in for it. That was a fantastic plug. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that's really cool that you worked on that. That's really yeah. cool. Oh, yeah. Thanksgiving yeah. Day too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't celebrate Thanksgiving. I'll go watch a movie. Never heard of Thanksgiving. I'm going to get drunk at the theater and yeah. then eat Indian food later like Hell I yeah. always do on Thanksgiving Day. Very progressive. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Christmas, I'd do that, but with Chinese food. Yeah. yeah. Nick R. Noble says, <laughs> isn't it pronounced obligatory? No. Uh, yeah. And then he says, remember, there's two types of pronunciation, the Queen's English and incorrect. I was going to say, that sounds like the British accent. Like, yeah. Speaking, obligatory. Obligatory. yeah. Speaking of yeah. British... 
a man left a voicemail. I hope you're listening. A, a British fella from London left a voicemail, but it was like so staticky. But I could tell there was a good question in there because he was short, and it was. But the only word I heard was like sexual perversion. So okay. please call so back. Please call back. You know, if you're outside and it was windy, go inside. Please call again. Your voicemail could not be played because I, c- I couldn't understand it other than the words sexual perversion. So please call back, sir. Well, let's just all talk about our sexual perversions for a minute then. No? Okay. Happy Norwegian left a comment and said, when are you hack frauds going to release the episode when Adam where Adam cries? I want to hear that shit. I didn't cry. <laughs> okay. I just wasn't comfortable with the subject matter, and we released it in November, you asshole. Oh. Go back and mm. listen. Okay. He's going to be an even happier Norwegian. He can just yeah. pull it up, you know? Super happy now. Uh, love the show, ATB. Can I get a shout out? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a question. There's this guy, his name is Low Flying Sex Bus. Are you going to ask about his avatar? Yeah. It's the Southwest logo. Yeah, I was going to see if he can hook us up with some flights or anything. Yeah, I just flew in on Southwest this morning. Do you just, like, love your job that much? I love that you were going to ask that. That was, that was all I was going to ask. I was like, man, I, I wonder if I can get, like, a gift certificate or something like that. I'm flying Southwest in the, sum, in the summer. I'm planning some other flights, you know. I've got, like, three flights this month. Hook a brother yeah, up. That name. Some low flying Have you guys talked about that yet? Low flying sex bus? No, we haven't. Let's talk about it. Is that, is what that, is that? that is a pretty great name. Is that what Southwest employees like call their planes? <laughs> yes. they, I mean, it's either them or Spirit is like the low, <laughs> the low flying sex bus. Sit wherever you want. Take it off. You don't put a seatbelt on. <laughs> yeah. Get com- yeah, that's Get good. Comfortable. Yeah. Get comfortable. Sit where Get comfortable. you want. Yeah, this morning that we had to sit 10 minutes on the runway because our flight got in early and I tried to get up and use the bathroom. No. You cannot stand. It like, wasn't flying. Uh, it's a low flying sex bus. When <laughs> it's on true. the ground, there's no sex bus. <laughs> that is true. You got to stay seated. Do you have more comments, Brett? Did you find one? Oh, yeah, some guy's like talking about my Facebook. Whatever, man. I don't use Facebook that much. I'm on it, but. You're on Facebook. We're Facebook I'm on it. Friends. I'm on it, but am I ever like posting something? Only, I, only my, like relationship stuff and just, like yeah. things about how much. Yeah, I just post like really weird passive aggressive things. About, yeah, and inspirational about quotes, yeah. things big like text, that. big text is what I call it. Like when someone posts like an Instagram something and it's just like words. Yeah, it's like care about how you love, care about how you live, <laughs> and there's a picture of like a beach or it's like spray painted onto like a oh, nice yeah. brick facade. It's like that's the, the only yeah. thing I do, and yeah. then just a lot of like. How was anybody depressed in 2015? Just go on Instagram and read a quote. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, how do you have good. yeah any yeah. problems at all? Yeah, like, that's it'll, where you go. It'll be misattributed to Gandhi, and it'll feel real good. It'll yeah. be a great quote. Oh, Jeff May says about last week's episode. This episode was like being at your own funeral, only to find out all of your friends hate you. <laughs> to explain, we talked a little. I had two guests on who I had never met. I only like met them through Jeff May. He told me they had this podcast where you drink wine and watch true crime shows. And I said, well, that's what I do. So I want to be on that podcast. And then we agreed that they would be on my podcast. And this was the first time we met. So we just bonded over uh, talking shit about Jeff May for a solid hour. And Uh, how? And uh, Marcos Mendoza told Jeff to beat us up. Hey, that's good. Brett, you're going to get your ass beat. The fight. I wouldn't be surprised. It's coming. It's going to be on pay-per-view. Yeah. Which it's gonna is be on a paper. thing that still exists. It's going to be on paper periscope. <laughs> yeah. How does that? Is there a periscope sort yeah, of really. thing where you can pay? Pay-per-view doesn't have to exist. You could have stolen that online. There's a website yeah. 
called Front Row Sports. But yeah. they made mm-hmm. like tens of hundreds of millions from pay per view. Oh yeah, yeah like yeah. how is that still? Yeah, a yeah, thing? it's weird. I, I feel know. like Crazy. I do in the run up to. I feel like this was the last one. Like I feel like this was the last. This was the last boxing match. Boxing match. <laughs> yeah. Well, like what was the last? There was a last VHS. The last movie that was like released on VHS. I can't remember what it is. I wonder what it is. But at yeah. some point, it's probably the last pay per view. The stupids with Tom Arnold. <laughs> entertainment is so you know accessible. It's like, yeah. pay per view seems it seems outdated in my mind when I think about the concept. Well, I think the specifically le- the WWE has a pretty good setup to keep it going oh, that's for right. them. They have it on. But lock. this is the like the last boxing one. It's got. Did be. you find it? Like who yeah. else? Did who you? else is going to command a hundred dollar pay per view? It's a good movie right. again. The the last movie to like, be it's ma- over. to be made on VHS is A History of Violence with Viggo Mortensen. That's a great fucking movie. A good Have movie. you ever seen it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's a good movie. What's his face? Was it John? Is it John Hurt? One William William Hurt. I hurt. There's two of them. Myself. But yeah, whichever yeah, one was in that movie, I don't know if he won an Oscar, but he was nominated at least, and he's only in it for like eight minutes. That's how much he kills it in William those eight Hurt. minutes. William Hurt, William Hurt destroys in a history of violence, and he's on screen for oh. like eight to ten minutes. Because he's like great. the other gangster, right? Like he's yeah, he's the one who like sent everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they have that confrontation, and it fucking got him nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool beautiful. Movie. Good job, William Hurt. But yeah, but it's like, but boxing's like done, right? Like we, we're done. We finished boxing. It's just like Basically. it's compl- like this one fight everybody needed to happen happened, and now it's just complete. Like it's unless just- for some reason some sort of boxer you know comes out that is galvanizing in a way that gets people really interested in boxing the way that Pacquiao was ten years ago. No, actually, that, the I'm, way that that's actually Tiger true. Woods probably, got well, golf to be interesting yeah. a few years ago. No. You know, and, and I don't know if boxing's going to continue to survive on the small screen, but on the no, big right. screen. <laughs> <laughs> No, but and I'm That's probably true. being short-sighted. There's just going to be somebody else who it makes for is great big again. drama. But yeah, and sometimes. it's fantastic drama. Yeah, yeah, it's really great. Yeah. All right, should we get the fuck out of here? Written by Ryan Coogler, Aaron Covington, and Sylvester Stallone. Christ! Oh my God, you've met Sylvester Stallone. No, they just they just talk <laughs> on, on, they just talk on like whatever chat on like LinkedIn. They talk on like, LinkedIn. He has his own LinkedIn. Chat. He has his own <laughs> chat program. Yeah. All right, Aaron Covington, do you have anything to plug? Not, I don't, I don't not think anymore. so. <laughs> <laughs> November 25th. Creed in theaters. Alex Schmidt, what do you got going on? Doing a show uh, on Thursday in Chicago. North yeah. Bar, Wicker Park, 8 p.m. Uh, if you go to twitter.com slash unpops, there are links to tickets. And uh, you can get some and come see us. Yeah. It's me and Adam and uh, Stephanie Haas and Kevin White. Yep. It'll be good times. Yeah. I'm doing that, too. I uh, wish I was going to see it. Low flying sex bugs. Low flying sex bugs. Hook us up with some flights to Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. LAX, Burbank. Yeah. Fly everyone out. Ontario. Fly everyone out. It'll be great. Put us on a sex bus. Call the voicemail line 505 3 Unpops. That's 505 386 7677. I memorized it. Whoa, Brett has it memorized. It's normally up on the screen. That's impressive. All right. uh, Let's get the fuck out of here. Aaron Covington, say goodbye. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Brett. Goodbye, America. Alex, say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody.